This is Shelby Hansen, and you're listening to episode 49, When You're Feeling Powerless. Welcome to the Creating Your Beautiful Life podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Hansen. I'm an invisible illness warrior, kidney transplant recipient, mom to four, and life coach for people who have gone through incredible health challenges. On this podcast, I teach you how to move forward from difficulty and disappointment into joy and abundance as you take charge of creating your own beautiful life. Welcome to the show today. It is episode 49, and I'm going to be talking all about power today. Now, I got back from a retreat that I did with my husband. We went to Cabo, Mexico, our first couple's trip in over three years. And while we were there, I had the opportunity to get a lot of coaching. I think it's one of the things that helps to make me a great coach is always getting my brain coached as well. And I had a number of people ask me, oh, how was your trip? What did you learn? And I've been sharing a lot of the things that happened over those the course of those three days. But there's one message that I think that everybody can benefit from that listens to my podcast. And hopefully you can benefit from it too. So this is the concept of power. Now, my coach, Michelle Fournier, that put on this retreat, um, in their group, they have three concepts that they really focus on. On each day, they were focused on one of these words that starts with a P. And the first one was possibility. The second day was power. And the third day was purpose. And I really want to share with you today what I learned about power and how I think about it a little bit differently than I did before. And maybe you can start to ask yourself some of these questions too, because there is such power in questions and being able to see what do I believe about this and how is this going to help me in the everyday struggles that I'm going through? Okay. So first of all, one of the first thing they asked was what is a definition of power? What is power to you? And I'm just going to pause for a second and have you think about that. What do you think power is? What do you think it looks like? Now, after we wrote our definitions for power, one of the questions was, how does power look to you? And it was funny because I was talking to one of my sisters about this and I asked her, what do you think power looks like if it was uh, an image in your mind? And she and I both came up with a lion. I'm a Leo, so it was pretty easy for me. But we both came up with a lion. But the image of the lion was not that the lion was being really ferocious or um, tearing something apart, but that it was actually being really gentle and nurturing. But it had the potential to destroy if it needed to. But the power was in the restraint I thought that was really fascinating that we both thought about that. Um, I wrote down a few more images of what power looks like to me. And one of the funny ones that came up to me was, I thought power looks like a toddler who is crossing their arms and stomping their foot and very resolutely has declared they're not going to bed. I look at that and I'm like, yep, they have all of the power in that situation. So I want to share with you what I think power is. And I've got a great book that I wrote in, a little notebook, so I'm going to be referencing a few of the things that I took notes about. But when I thought about power, to me, power's having the ability to choose. 
and understanding the impact of that choice and embodying the responsibility of that desire and intention. And power is also knowing that there are always options available to me. Now, if you're someone that has a chronic illness or chronic fatigue, it can seem like there are not very many options to you. And there's that's something that I coach around a lot is this feeling of resentment because I feel like all of my options have been taken away and there's nothing left for me to do. I have to do this. When you find yourself saying, I have to do this, I have to do that, usually there's a little bit of resentment on the other side of the have to's. And what I like to show people is that there is actually power in you making the choice for the thing that you think you have to do. You actually don't have to. And one of the first places that I looked at this for myself was in parenting because I felt like there was just this huge manual of things that I had to do as a parent. I had to take care of them and feed them and make sure that they're emotionally, their emotional well-being is cared for and also that they are getting the, the education that they need and we've got to get out the door at the certain time. Like all of the things that moms typically think, oh, I'm responsible for that. I have to do this. I have to do this for my kids. And the power that I found when I was looking at the things I was feeling resentful about in that parenting part of my life was that I actually didn't have to do any of it. It was a choice to have my child get their shoes on and their coat on and go get in the car and go to school. Many parents don't make that choice. Some people choose to walk away from their children. There's always a choice. And the power comes when you see that you can always choose what you want. It's a very subtle shift, but it will absolutely shift your energy if you can turn your have-tos into get-tos or want-tos. And there's been different times in my life where I have just dropped as much as I could or everything when I'm feeling overwhelmed and super resentful about what's happening in my life. And usually it's actually not somebody else that's putting the pressure on me. It's me taking on unnecessary pressures of trying to take power. And I'm going to talk about control too, but take power and control over things that are not actually under my full control. And so for me, sometimes I've just had to let go of all of it and then decide very consciously what I want to take back. Now, there's been times when I have made very... Uh, like meals that are very organic and from scratch and everything is just um, very meticulous and very conscious. And there's been times when it's been really helpful and healing to me. And there's been other times when doing that has actually added more stress and has put my body into that sympathetic nervous system state, that fight, flight, freeze, or fawn state that is really detrimental to healing. And so sometimes I've had to decide, hey, I'm not going to cook meals. (laughs) And then decide, okay, what do I want to do? I'm like, oh, well, maybe I don't want to cook it the way that I've been cooking it. Maybe I want to do something a little bit different. Or maybe I want to ask somebody else to help with making dinner. And so taking back your power over what you actually have control over is what helps you to be able to see what what is my power? What are my choices? Okay, 
think about somebody that is powerful in your mind. Now, there's obviously people that try to control and take power away from other people, which is actually not possible, I think. You can you can decide for yourself. But think about somebody that is very powerful, a powerful example in your life. And those kind of people, they don't need to get power from other people. Those powerful people, they recognize that the power is inherent and nobody can create it or take it away. We have power to choose always. And I love this quote from Viktor Frankl. He was, um, he's a famous author, wrote um, Man's Search for Meaning. And he writes this quote that's very well known for him is everything can be taken away from a man, but one thing, the last of the human freedoms to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances to choose one's own way. Now, Viktor Frankl was a Jewish Holocaust um, survivor. He was in in a concentration camp where every liberty had been taken away from him. And I mean, if you think about Hitler, he was trying to control people. He was trying to get power through control. But even somebody could be in a prison camp and still he would not have the power to make them think a certain way. That's where you always have all of your control and all of your power. And it's very easy to try to get the power from somebody else and to think if I can just control them, if I could just change them, if they would change then I would feel better. But you never have the power to actually change somebody. We can always influence. But even if they are in a prison camp and we tell them you must think this way, people always have a choice of what they're going to think. Okay. Um, And I also wrote, power is often mistaken for control. People that crave power outside of themselves, not recognizing where it is created, Um, or where it resides, will fatally attempt to control people around them in failed efforts to get it. Because when you are feeling powerless, the tendency is to go out and control other people like your kids or your spouse or your boss or your coworkers or whoever is in your sphere of influence, your students, if you're a teacher. That's the tendency is to want to go out and control them so that you can feel like you've got your power back but it never resides there. And it's never, it, you, you will always have failed attempts to get power if you're trying to control somebody else. Power comes, this is what I wrote, from having my own back. Standing in the knowingness, and I'm going to write this for you. Power comes in having your own back. Power comes from standing in the knowingness of your worth and goodness and choosing how you will react in any situation. And personally, I think that power is what you can use to give life meaning because you get to choose. We have all of these situations that different people are given and they have very different experiences because of what they choose to believe about them. Now, you may have been handed a certain set of beliefs over and over again by society, by conditioning that just feels normal. But if you're not getting the results that you want, it's time to question it. Okay, so I really want to leave you with these three thoughts. These are the three main takeaways, and I've talked a little bit about each one of them. But the first one is this power is energy 
And just like energy, power cannot be created or destroyed. It can only be given away. Okay, so this is another question that I want to ask you. And I asked myself over this retreat time was, where do you give your power away? And who do you give your power away to? Now, I found that there was a certain family member that when they would say something to me, I would take that as they were saying something negative to me, even though they were talking about somebody else. And I was giving all the power away to them because I was like, oh, well, if they think that about this person, they must think it about me. And I'm like that person. I had to separate out from that, that I am a separate, distinct individual and I don't have to give the power over to the person that's maybe talking a little negatively. Like I can choose to agree with them or I can choose to change um, the conversation. There's lots of ways that I can choose to react to that situation. And mostly it's an internal reaction. It's an internal decision of what I'm going to decide to let that mean every time somebody says something negative about another person. This is why I just, I love people that do not gossip. I love being around people that talk about ideas and talk about things because when we start talking about other people, it just, it gets so, it just gets so messy. And when you do that, it can, it, it really is, you're giving your power away to somebody else's perception of you. And you're trying to decide, oh, what is their perception of me? It's just messy. And so that's why I really like to think about what do I have the control over? If somebody's going to gossip to me or to talk about somebody, what do I have in my control that I can do in that moment? And I've chosen lots of different things. Um, One of the things is I'll just change the subject. Another thing is I might even add something positive about that person. But my personal favorite is just add humor. Add humor about that thing. That it's just, it's not as serious as we think things are. And that person is only telling me that thing because they want them to change. They want to control the situation. They're giving their power away to that perception that they have of the person. Okay. So let me give you another example. Like I... Um, my, my son and I recently had a miscommunication. He thought that he was coming home from a party at a certain time. And I thought that he was coming home at a different time. (laughs) And so when I, and we didn't have contact with him, he went to a birthday party. His phone didn't have service. We were supposed to pick him up and he didn't answer our phone calls for like an hour and a half. We didn't have anybody else's phone numbers. And I was in a panic. I was giving all my power over to that situation and to my mind that was going crazy of all of the reasons why he wasn't contacting us, all the things that had gone bad. I gave all my power away to that rather than when I I did finally call one of my sisters and she was like, here's all of the options that you do have in this moment. Think about what resources do you have access to? How could you get the information that you need to? And sometimes we need to be brought back into that. We need a guide to remind us, oh, there's actually all of these options that you have. And we did find him and he was safe and sound. And he thought he was doing what was right because he had misunderstood us and we had misunderstood him. And 
I could have chosen that time, especially afterwards, after um, I was so worried about him when he came back to just be upset at him and to let him see how upset I was. And I'm human, so I did part of that. But another part that I took with him was asking him what he thought about the situation and to let himself explain what was going on too. Let him have the space and then me recognize that I don't have to give my power away to a 15-year-old because guess what? They don't know what to do with their own emotions and their own thoughts. And so for me to think that he knows what to do with them is very, (laughs) it's comical. So in that moment, it's my opportunity to take care of myself by, by really thinking about how do I take care of myself in that moment? And how do I use this as an opportunity to love me more when I've been scared and worried about my child's welfare? Instead of projecting all of that onto him, taking it back and really soothing myself, getting back into that parasympathetic state and allowing the emotions to flow how they naturally want to without blaming. And this is really how you step into this emotional maturity where you take responsibility for the emotions that you are generating about any situation. And I generated a lot of fear around that situation with my son, not being able to contact him and not having the phone numbers for where he was or even the the house number for where he was. I thought my husband knew and he thought I knew. Lots of miscommunications and we've learned from it. But it wasn't my son's fault that I was feeling scared. It was what I was making it mean that I couldn't contact him or that I wasn't in contact with him that made me scared. And it was okay to feel that fear and to let it process through and then to decide what to do afterwards. That's how you take back your power. Okay. The second thing is that, is that I've talked about too is power is separate from control. People who have power don't seek to control others, but only to influence what they can control. Your beliefs and your reactions to any situation. That is where you step into this powerful person that you can be. Is when you recognize, I'm the one that's choosing to believe this about any situation, about any person, and I can choose how I'm going to react to that. I may have chosen to react like this in the past, but each moment is a new moment that I can invite my power back to me. Now, we so often let our thoughts go wild about people that are not even in the room. We give our energy, we give our power to those people and they may not even recognize it. And so it's really a practice of bringing back that power into me and recognizing where I do have the control, which is always my thoughts that always create my feelings. Okay. And then the third point is really letting others have their power and harnessing your own, bringing back what is within your realm of control and power. That's going to allow you to create what you want in your life. And really, anything that we want in our life is because of what we think, what we believe it's going to make us feel. And so you can have that right now. If you believe, if you think, oh, I just want to have kids that are, that wake up, I mean, that, that grow up 
and are really well behaved and are productive adults. Why do you want that? It's usually, well, it is, it's not usually, it's always because of how you think that's going to make you feel. If you can say, oh, my kids are a success. How does that make you feel? Successful? I don't know. I don't know for you, but if it's success, then you can create success right now by what you are thinking about your parenting, by what you're thinking about anything. But if you want to feel successful in parenting, then you can start to believe, Hey, when I did this thing, or when I believed this thing, it helped me to be a success in parenting. And now I get to feel calm and at peace with my parenting. And it doesn't have anything to do with your children's choices or their decisions. And it's the same thing for your body. Like, what do you want? Do you want more energy? Why do you believe that you want more energy? What do you think it's going to make you feel if you were to have more energy? Is it going to make you feel proud of yourself? Accomplished? Because you can have those emotions right now. If you want to feel accomplished, you can start to really think about the things that you have already created in your life and the things that you have intention to create. Like, do did you have children? If that was one of your things that you wanted to accomplish, you can feel accomplished just by creating that circumstance in your life. Do you want to be employed? Do you want to not be employed? Whatever you've created already that you want, you can feel accomplished by what you're thinking about it. So I really encourage you to be thinking about what is it that I want to feel? What is the emotion that I'm seeking after? Because having that emotion is always within my power. All right. I hope that you guys enjoyed this. If this was helpful for you, please help me to grow this YouTube channel and to grow this podcast. Share it with your friends and think about how are some ways that I can take my power back? What have I been giving it away to? And how can I bring that back to me and take this aligned actions in my life that are going to help to create what it is that I want and how I want to feel? All right, have a great day and I'll talk with you soon. Bye-bye. If you're interested in signing up for your free 30-minute Double Your Energy this week call, I'm only opening up three slots each week, starting the week of October 23rd. Grab yours before they're gone. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you're looking for a life coach to work with, what are you waiting for? Let's get coaching together today. I hope you have a wonderful week as you take your power back on creating beauty wherever you go.